hello. Hi. Welcome to today's episode. I'm Kirsten. <laughs> and I'm Allie. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Thank, Thank You So Much. That was really good. We're getting better at it. Yeah, we are. We took a week hiatus and hoping that doesn't happen again. It won't. It might. No, it won't. <laughs> you never know. will not point blank. Life happens sometimes. But and it's okay. Yeah, we took a week off, but we're we're back, guys, for another episode. And we want to say thank you so much for Transplants, LA Transplants. Yeah, or thank you today. so much for Los Angeles in general. We, yeah. We love it. We love it. We love you, Los Angeles. We love you, LA. Today's episode is going to be all about moving to LA, our mm-hmm. experience coming from a smaller city. Yours is a city, but mine's a town. Yours used to be a city though, right? It did. Yeah. Until people like me moved out. <laughs> but you grew up there and it was a city. It was a city when I grew up. Now it's a town. So we're going to do this as a little interview between both of us about our experiences and let's just uh, get into it. Let's let's start with our, our weeks. How was your week, Allie? Uh, my week was good. I I think the, the main thing that I'm excited about is I went to the gym for the first time since February. Because I, yeah. I got COVID in February. And then I just... Oh, I didn't even remember that. Yeah. In February? Mm-hmm. And then I just... What? Didn't go to the gym. Yeah. It was weird because I didn't know I had COVID. Like, I... Didn't feel very bad at all. Wait, did we talk about that? I don't know. But I was, maybe this will jog your memory. I was supposed to babysit a baby and I took a Uh, test because I was a little bit stuffy. Oh yeah, I remember that part. Yeah. Yeah. And then it turned out to be COVID and then I started getting like the shortness of breath Mm. and stuff, but I didn't really feel that bad. So it was, I was like surprised when it came up positive. I was like, oh, yeah. but I had been... Really just not in the mental state to go to the gym, and I finally went, and it was great. I felt really good afterwards, and normally, like, my anxiety makes me not want to go. Yeah. Like, I have really bad anxiety going to the gym, but... Which gym is it? LA Fitness. Okay. It's, like, 10 minutes away in Hollywood. Wait, how much do you pay monthly there? Like fifty dollars. Okay. But I can I have a free guest. <gasps> we should I can go bring a, sometime. Yeah, I can bring a free guest like every single time I go. Oh damn! So you yeah. could really share the membership. With yeah, someone you if could. You wanted to. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you want to go, um, but it has a pool too. Oh hell and yeah! And a hot tub. Oh dude, I have like swimming gear. Oh yeah, that's a good workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I also finished a book. Oh heck I'm yeah! Sorry. I saw that on your story. Oh my gosh! So what is the book about? So I didn't know what it was about because it's part of my book club at work. Okay. And I just Somebody else picked it. Yeah. And I just like, it doesn't really tell you much about what you're about to read, but it ended up being a zombie book. Oh, interesting. It was cool. (laughs) It was so good. And the writer is actually like, he's written for Marvel and DC. Oh, cool. So yeah, I think that's why it was so So it's a lot of like fantasy kind of. It was really good. Like it was just a different take on the zombie stuff. So it was really nice. It kind of reminded me of Last of Us, hmm. uh, but not too, too much, like, to where I didn't enjoy it. But it was really good. I finished it. I read it really fast. Like, normally I'm a really slow reader because yeah. I don't – I can't get it's interested. It's not, like, capturing your yeah. attention. 
But I read this one really fast, and it was really good. So if you want to read Girl with All the Gifts, The Girl with All the Gifts, it was really good. Gifts? Like presents? Presents. Okay. Yeah. Gifts. All right. Not gifts, like internet sensations. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It could be that, but it's not that. No, it's not. (laughs) How was your week, Mrs. Uh, world Traveler? I'm a uh, America traveling woman. <laughs> um, that's my title now. Uh, it was it was good. I so we didn't record last week because I was in Indiana for four days only. Only four days. Like I knew, I knew. I was yeah. like, that's a fast trip to go across it, the country. It like, was a lot. Like yeah, and so. There was a lot of scheduling, trying to make sure I saw my grandma, my mom, and, like, Mm -hmm. see as many friends as I could, spend enough time with my brother because he took off work. But, yeah, and it was the first time my partner got to meet the family. How'd it go? It was pretty good. I mean, like, like my, yeah. I I feel like whenever I go home, I kind of stir things up and then leave. I don't know if you feel that way whenever you go <laughs> yes. home. Yes, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> My brother even said that too the last yeah. day. But I I'll say things like, "My mom has a boyfriend," and I'm like, "I'm gonna I don't really like him." Or he's, <laughs> I'm sure he's fine, but I'm like, I don't I I don't know the guy, so yeah. I didn't really care to see him. But in any case, like my. Grandma, I don't know. It's she's ninety five, so Ooh, she's getting up there. Yeah, she came to she dinner at my brother's house, and she's kind of like hit or miss in her like cognition. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes she's lucid, and sometimes she's just like not there at all. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't there that much, but like she met Langston and just started like singing. <gasps> she yeah, so she's like a former elementary school teacher, mm-hmm. and uh, is has always like been a singer, but like. She's at a point in her life where, like, if she's not talking or, like, can't really hold a conversation, she'll just, like, burst into song. Okay. <laughs> so, grandma. basically, Grandma was just, like, singing and we made some food. And uh, <laughs> that was that. I'm glad you got yeah. to see her. Yeah. And then my mom, uh, we went to the art museum in Indianapolis. But it rained a lot of the time that we were there. So like yeah. the summer the summer rains over there. I feel like yeah. I, I forget about them. Yeah. It rains I a feel lot like in the summer. We wanted to do more like nature stuff while we were there cuz there it was during the week there wasn't much to do other than that. Mm-hmm. So it could have been better on that part like we would have had more to do if there was like nature yeah. available. But yeah. All in all it was all a good trip. Good. Fantasy fam. It looked fun. Yeah. It was very green. Yeah, we went bowling. You went bowling. One thing about us, we bowl. You bowl. And I want to bowl. And I was jealous when I saw that. Yeah. I was like, man, I wish I, I was I in like Indianapolis getting, bowling. I feel like I can get into bowling as a hobby. It's, yeah. It's kind of fun. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. Week. Well, it's funny that you went to Indiana recently mm-hmm. and I went to West Virginia yeah. recently. Yeah. Both and of so where we're in from. light of that. In light of that, we decided to talk about our experiences moving to LA or just like a big city in general. Cause I feel like it's going to be very similar no yeah. matter where you go. But I do have a lot of people when I go home, I don't know if this happens to you, but when I go home, people are like, 
yeah, I want to get out of here, and like <laughs> I just can't afford yeah. to, and I just I hate it here, and I want to I want to leave. Yeah, I that did move. happen a lot. Yeah, but for some reason, people in my hometown like hate California. Hmm. So it's never like, oh my god, I want to move there too. It's like I want to get out of West Virginia, but I don't want to live in California. Yeah, That's crazy. Actually, I think like there's this idea, at least where I'm from, that like California is way too expensive. Like yeah. you can't can't move there so we're gonna move to another western state that's mm-hmm. not that expensive yeah which make it it's makes sense because it is really expensive unless you have super rich parents who no. will just pay yeah. for you to do uh whatever but if you don't it is going to be hard and i feel yeah. like people and don't in really light of that, that we do have a sponsorship we do we have a sponsorship. sponsored today uh, let's take a moment to, to hear about it. Yeah. Um, how can you move to LA? I want to move to LA, but I can't afford it. Help! In my experience, it was actually really easy. I have a benefactor who pays all my bills and supports me emotionally, too. It's kind of like a sugar daddy, but no strings attached. But Kirsten... How do you even find a benefactor and why do they want to pay for you? Easy! I use an app called Rent-A-Factor that lets you swipe to find the perfect parents to give you a shit ton of money and support. Lonely, pathetic old people can join the app and make a profile to help adult children like us. Wow, but what's the catch? No catch at all. All you do is download the app and pay the one-time low fee of $1,500 a month. Neato! That's bonkers. Good deal. I'll for sure be downloading Rent-A-Factor today. All right. Well, I hope you guys liked that commercial <laughs> we had for you. Um, I wish I knew about that when I moved to LA. Yeah, honestly, because when I moved to LA, I was like a fresh off the boat. Like I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I was all alone. Like, I didn't Same. know anybody. I didn't even have, like, vague acquaintances. Mm, that's so, crazy. So, yeah. I was just, like, here. So what made you want to come to L.A.? Well, I originally moved to San Francisco. Like, I just knew I wanted to get out of Indiana. And I got, like, an internship at a national park in San Francisco. And I was that's there for cool. a year. Yeah, it was really fun. Like, it was a good year. I feel like I didn't know that about you. Really? Yeah, yeah I did. I was there for a year. I a lot um, of stuff. <laughs> me too. Me too. So I probably told you like when we first met and then yeah. we just, it just never came up. But yeah, I was there for a year. And then, you know, I had to find jobs. It was like a contract thing. So I had to find jobs afterwards. And I just happened to find like a summer job in, in LA. Oh. Um, and my plan was to like actually move back to the Bay Area, but mm. then it just didn't work out that way, and I stayed here. All yeah. right. Uh, how about you? <laughs> I mine is like random. Like I never thought about California ever, or mm-hmm. even thought I would like living there. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of the same way. It was yeah. just like any city. It was never. Yeah, it was like so. I I had lived in Ohio, like Columbus and Cincinnati. And then my mom passed away and I moved back to Charleston to be with my family. And yeah. I knew right when I came back, I was like, I don't want to be here. I want to get out of here. Yeah. 
So I didn't know where I wanted to go, but I started working a lot and I worked like three jobs just to save money <laughs> because I knew I didn't want to be here. You yeah. Know? So I just started, I was working at Sephora from like 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. And then I worked at this restaurant from 10 a.m. to sometimes four and sometimes till 12. Damn. Damn. It just depends on you my were schedule. Grinding. And then the days I didn't work at Sephora, I worked at this barbershop mm-hmm. cutting hair. And yeah, I was in my hustler era for sure, but I was also like young. You yeah. Know? Yeah, you have the energy. 22, 23. Yeah. So I did that for like three years mm-hmm. and I saved money. And I, I didn't really know where I wanted to go, but I started dreaming about California. Okay. Like I was driving a lot in California or huh. I was like shopping or I was meeting Ellen DeGeneres or like <laughs> I would have these reoccurring dreams of California. So California kind of like called to you. It was. Yeah. yeah. And at first I thought like San Diego was calling to me. Yeah. But um, I actually had a friend who was my friend's boyfriend at the time and he lived in LA like he had moved there the plan was like me him and his girlfriend were all going to move to LA but he went first so I went just to see if I liked it yeah and I went there in November visited for like four or five days and I was like this place is awesome <laughs> and then I moved in December so it was like oh, yeah. really quick. Re- a really quick a really decision. quick turn yeah you know I never imagined that I never thought I'd like it out here I'm not really like a I'm not a celebrity person. Yeah. I'm not like a. Yeah. I'm not trying it's to be the same famous. for me. Yeah. Like, like I didn't come here with like any kind of like LA dream or yeah. like stuff like that. It was just more so I wanted to be. I think my stipulations were I wanted to be in a bigger city that had better weather. Yeah. And, the weather was really intriguing. Yeah. And I remember the the first time I visited my friend who I was staying with was like, oh, you want breakfast? Like, let's just order it. And this was <laughs> in 2015. So yeah. I was like, oh, what? And then it got, like, he got breakfast sent to the house. Was know? that Postmates? It was DoorDash. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was like, what is this place? This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, and in November, obviously, like, it was still really nice weather. And I was like, yeah, this you're is like, fuck, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I... I got lucky when I first moved here and now I'm in an, in an unlucky phase, but I didn't have to save up any money. Like I, I came like straight from college and the place that I lived in, in San Francisco, it was like, we didn't get paid much at all, mm-hmm. but we got free room and board, but I was on food stamps at the time. So mm-hmm. that was nice. But in any case, like I, I feel like I did get really lucky. And then when I moved to LA, it was like the first job I applied for, I got and then the second job after that, I got it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I got a job pretty quick, too. But what what was your first job? Or I guess, what was your, like, did you move to L.A. with something in mind? Like, I'm going to do this. No, not at all. I, I So I was an environmental studies major. Mm-hmm. But I also had a TESOL minor, which is teaching English as a second language. So, like, I used that skill to move to L.A., uh, like teaching English at a summer camp. It was okay. like an international summer camp in LA. 
Okay. Um, actually, like Northridge, so the, the valley. Yeah. Um, I lived in the valley when I first moved here. Yeah, yeah. So I was in Northridge for, but I was able to move from a place that like offered a free place to stay to another place that offered a free place to what? stay. Yeah. So like that summer job, it was a camp. So we were staying like on a college campus. And so I was able to move from San Francisco to LA without having to pay rent for three months. Nice. And so like that three months like gave me enough money to save up to, to get an apartment in LA. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. It really did work out well for me. That's kind of like back it, it. it was meant to be. Probably. Yeah. Like it, you, yeah. you were just kind of going with the flow and mm-hmm. like, that's, yeah, that's cool. I drove across the country with my best friend, Kristen. What made her decide to come? Well, she wasn't coming to LA at this point. Oh, okay. She just went with me across the country. Okay. She wasn't moving for the trip. There. Yeah, yeah, for the trip. So we stopped in a lot of really cool places. It was like probably my favorite um, vacation slash mm-hmm. like road trip I've ever done. Oh, it was yeah. so much fun. And, you know, I had saved this money, so we had money. And then her aunt was, like, helping us a little bit, too. And, like, it was just fun. Like, we had a good time, like, going across the country. And then I ended up, because my friend was supposed to move in with her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I was supposed to also live there, too. But she decided to not move yet. Okay. Okay. And stay back in Charleston. Yeah. But I was like, well, I, I But her still... boyfriend was here already? Yeah. Oh, okay. They broke up at that oh, point. But uh-huh. I was like, well, I still, like, have this plan to mm-hmm. move to L.A. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to live with your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I don't know how she felt about it. Missy, I love you. Um, But what was the uh, living situation? Like, where were you? So it was in quote-unquote no-ho mm-hmm. north, north hollywood. hollywood but it really wasn't it was like more of the valley more north like yeah. in sun valley or something but it was a one bedroom and at first i remember we tried because it was a big one bedroom like uh-huh. there was a big bedroom and then a normal size like kitchen and uh, living room yeah and i remember we tried to split the bedroom oh into two. like a dorm room yeah, yeah. And we had, like, a room divider up in between our beds. But I was like, this is not working for me. Yeah. Like, I need privacy. Also, like, living with a man would be weird. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. yeah. Living with a man, I was like, I need privacy. So he's like, okay, like, let's just. So we ended up moving the living room into the one bedroom. Okay. And then he still slept in the one bedroom. And then I made my bedroom in the living room. Yeah. Yeah. So you made it like a two bedroom with no living room. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it worked out for, I think I was there for six months. Okay. And it worked out pretty well. Like, um, it was really cheap. Mm-hmm. It was like, he paid like nine, we paid $900 total for a one bedroom. <gasps> That's yeah. wild. Back in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was really cheap and it really helped like. I remember I got my first job at a bowling alley, like being a bartender at a bowling <laughs> Wait, alley. Wait, really? I didn't yeah. know that. It was like in the valley. So you didn't even like start with hair stuff? No, because I had to wait for my license to transfer oh, over. Oh, okay. So I didn't start with hair stuff. I just got this job like for the time being. And then I did end up getting a job at a salon after that. But yeah, yeah, it wasn't, um, it was just, it's just like crazy when people 
I don't know. They're like, yeah, I'm just going to move to L.A. Or, yeah. like, or New York or, like, whatever. Yeah. But it's like, no, you actually, like, if you're not a person that can just, like, roll with the punches or, like, live in certain situations that you don't want to be in for a little bit, then you're not going to survive. Yeah, you have to be, like, ready to unless, to be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, unless, again, your parents are paying or you yeah. have, like, this a money that came from savings. wherever. Yeah. Um, but... And I noticed, like, that's a lot of people in L.A. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have that, you have to be willing to live in certain situations that you don't want to live in. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, after – I think the hardest part for me was after I moved out of that, like, summer housing in L.A. I almost became homeless because, I, like, I like couldn't find anything. And it was, like, up to the last day I found, like, a sublet. Oh, my God. And it was with these UCLA students. Mm -hmm. And it was in UCLA. And I was, like, sharing a room. I was 24, sharing a room. You were living, like, in South LA? Mm Mm-mm. UCLA. UCLA is, uh, like, no. UCLA is uh, Westwood. Oh. Yeah. It's not near the Natural History Museum? No, no, no. That's USC. Oh, USC. USC. UCLA is, like, West Side. Okay, okay. Um, I remember now. Yeah, and I, ha- I I had gotten a job, like, near UCLA, so um, I was literally sharing a room with a 19-year-old college student, and I was, like, 24. <laughs> nice. It was so lame. It was so lame. It was a sublet situation yeah. until I, like, found something else. But it was so lame because I, like, had alcohol in the place, but everybody else was, like, Oh, my underage. God, because they're 19. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, oh, okay. But anyway, I was there for one month, um, and then I found a studio, a bachelor in um, – Koreatown and I was paying like seven fifty. I got lucky. I got really lucky That's with that cheap. spot. Yeah. It was tiny. It was like a room. Had I been there before? I don't think so. We didn't know each other. No, I think we met after I'd moved from there. But I was there for like a year and a half. It was honestly like a cool first place to live. Yeah. Like there was like an avocado tree out back and like uh-huh. it was just a tiny little spot, but it was my own. And yeah. I was paying seven fifty for it. That's awesome. Like, yeah. My second spot that I lived in after <laughs> the first one uh, was our mutual friend, mm. um, Anna. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I moved in with her. And that was in K-Town. It was in, it was in K-Town. And it was actually a studio, but it was really big mm-hmm. and bright and spacious and Yeah, really that place cute. was beautiful. It was so beautiful and it was yeah. cheap. But I lived in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big closet. It was a big closet. Like, I had... Like, but you didn't have to pay half, did you? Yes. What? Yes. That's not fair. Listen, I moved out of there because <laughs> you shouldn't have there to pay were certain half things, for the closet. There were weird things that happened. Like, uh, I wanted to like put my books on the bookshelf, and she she was very particular about very like, particular. So yeah. she would like, I came home one day, and all my books were just on my bed. Yeah, that's. And I was up. like, okay, well, I'm paying half for this, so that's weird, but. Um, that was also temporary. Yeah. Like, it didn't. I mean, that's a good, like, stepping stone anyway, I guess. Yeah. But, like, you shouldn't have had to pay half. It should have been less than half. Yeah. It was still pretty cheap, though. And we had to pay for parking, which sucked. Oh. Because it was yeah. right next to, like, Grass Oh, Monkey yeah. And our bar and stuff. Mm-hmm, so I paid mm-hmm. for parking in that parking structure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but it was still, like, a nice stepping stone from, like, living with a man 
to you at least know, having like a more comfortable yeah situation with yeah girl. yeah so that was fine after that what like what was your next job oh yeah so i i had the summer camp and then i got a job as a teacher uh in westwood near ucla and um but i was living in koreatown but yeah I, I worked as an esl teacher for three years okay yeah that's nice yeah i i got really lucky with that job too because the like it's it, it was like a corporate job but like if you if you compare it to other esl schools in the area it was like one of the top tier ones mm -hmm. and i found out on craigslist so i got like super lucky but now i'm just like not yeah. in a lucky situation, but well, yeah, I feel like it comes in waves. Yeah, yeah, like that's you'll life. get there again. But um, how about you? Like after the bowling alley? Well, after the bowling alley, I worked as a receptionist at this salon in Hollywood. Okay, which I thought was so cool because I had just moved here and I was like yeah. walking on Hollywood the, salon. Yeah, I was yeah. like walking on the stars to yeah. get to work and stuff, <laughs> and I was like, wow. But I was so naive, yeah. like, to just Hollywood mm -hmm. and, like, the L.A. life and stuff. But I was working as a receptionist, and they weren't super excited to, um... Like, cross-train you? Or yeah. Or get you... Get me into, like, an assistance position. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up getting a job at Paul Mitchell's school. Yeah. And that's where, like, my whole... LA experience changed. Yeah. Because I started making Wait, friends. how did you get that job? Well, I worked at the Paul Mitchell in Cincinnati. Oh, okay. So I applied and then um I I just like You got it. Yeah. yeah. And I also went to a Paul Mitchell school. So I'm just like Paul Mitchell born yeah. and bred, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. So I was I that's it kind of sense. like my yeah. thing. Like if I move to a new city, I'm like, all right, where's the Paul Mitchell yeah, school? Yeah, like, yeah. Like if I, I can really at least need a that. job, yeah. I can go to Paul Mitchell. Yeah. Um and it was great. I was there for like two and a half, almost three years. Mm -hmm. When I met you, that's where you were. Yeah. And yeah. I I was working at a salon too mm -hmm. on the side, but um I made a lot of friends there, like I just saw one of my friends that I met there Aww. today, um, and I'm still friends with a lot of friends yeah. that I made there. So that was kind of a turning point because I was so homesick, and I was so sad, like, not to have my own friend group. Yeah, that's really even though hard. I knew the first person I lived with. It wasn't here. really, like, a friend. It wasn't, friend. like, my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, and then Anna, like, we lived together, and she was my friend, which was nice. Mm -hmm. But I started making, like you know, actual work. Like a friend group. Yeah. Too. Like a friend like, group. Yeah. So that kind of was the changing point. Cause at first I was really sad and depressed and homesick. Yeah. And then once I started at Paul Mitchell, like everything got better and I was oh, making good. enough money. And I was like, I like moved into an apartment with Kristen. Kristen ended up moving here and then we lived together and it was like, everything was falling into place. So, yeah, and that's nice. when I met you. That's yeah. That's when we met. Yeah. So I was like 2016, mm -hmm. 17. So did you have like ideas of like what you thought LA would be like or any like goals that you wanted to do and then have they changed since you've been here? I guess I didn't really have any goals. I was like, I, I, I'm going to do something with my degree, mm -hmm. right? And I'm just living. Mm -hmm. And then... I ended up working at that school for three years and then like I did move up in the company, but my boss would have these like 
weekly meetings with with us like one-on-one and I remember like the last meeting that I had with him I was like I don't want your job Mm -hmm. like I kind of was like making the realization like I did there's no further growth for me with this Mm -hmm. um I think I'm still in a place where like I don't know what I want to be doing Mm -hmm. but I'm just here and I'd rather be here than anywhere else Mm -hmm. at least for now yeah um but yeah I think like after that I started to do like more creative stuff. I started girlfriends. Oh yeah. Like well actually I started girlfriends while I was still working at the school and I think like that trajectory like started to grow and grow and I was doing like monthly events. Which so girlfriends you, yeah, yeah, girlfriends LA. Girlfriends LA is like I started it with uh, my best friend, Sarah. We found, like, that there was a lack of lesbian spaces in mm-hmm. L.A. Like, we have West Hollywood, but it's, like, all gay men. Mm-hmm. And so we started a little, like, party group. For queer for, women. For queer women, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, now, and now, like, the idea of gender has, like, shifted. So it's, like, mostly... Just, just non cis like men, non cis yeah. men, <laughs> yeah. uh, anybody who is like an underrepresented gender. But like, we do these monthly parties. We hosted at uh, the Friend mm-hmm. in Silver Lake, and it was just like a little party. Yeah, like and your gathering. Instagram actually got like a lot yeah. of followers. Yeah, it's grown over the years. Were really like digging that. Yeah, um, I think people I mean, COVID liked fucked it all up. Yeah, it's, <laughs> well, actually, during COVID, we gained a lot of followers, but then it's like we, we I can't, can't really do anything. Do anything. No. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's been and it was like a really fun um, event. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like what people like about it is it stands out from other like queer women events in that it's like more of a friendship thing and it's like less pressure of like, like we're not trying to date each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. And maybe we, people. maybe we can date, but yeah. like it's more of like, there's no pressure. About yeah. So Allie, what were your goals when you <laughs> moved here? Um, in my head, I really, like, I always followed all these really high-end salons, like, in mm-hmm. Beverly Hills and West Hollywood and stuff like that. And my ultimate goal was to get at one of those yeah. salons. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to work where, like, celebrities go. Mm-hmm. But then I got a job at one of those salons. Like, actually, my number one salon that I wanted. Yeah. I got the that's job. Great. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I was like, this is crazy. Um, but I didn't really like it. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I think like the clients weren't really my mm. style. And then the people I worked with were also just very full of themselves. And, you know, these people are paying like $800 for a service in yeah. a salon. And so they have money and I just didn't really felt feel like I resonated with my clients at that point. And I couldn't make friends at the yeah. salon and like everyone I don't know. I think if I if I worked there now, being in LA for as long as yeah. I've been, I think I would appreciate it and probably get like probably fake it till you make it yeah. kind of thing, like know how to talk to these people. But, but you probably still wouldn't like it. I don't it, think I would. It seems like what and this is just my assumption, but like what the the types of hair that you were doing was like a lot of like just blonde it was and so like basic much shit. Blonde. And you came and, to that salon. And you wanna do Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. And yeah. you wanna do like fashion colors and like fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, like I was trying to do fun stuff and it was just very like 
the same thing every day. Everyone wants to be blonde. Everyone wants a full head of highlights. Everyone wants a balayage. And that's fine, but I was also more into cutting, too. And it was just hard to find clients when I am not a rich person. Yeah. And my friends are not rich. Yeah, you don't have, like, I don't have that connection to that side of things. So I just thought it was, like, really fake. And mm-hmm. um, they wouldn't send clients to you? No. And that's the thing is, like, they, they took, like, 60% of my Holy commission. Shit. And most of it was cutting. So I'm like, what am I paying you for? You yeah. Know? So I just thought it was crazy. And I ended up thinking, like, that's not really my vibe. And I'm glad I did it. And I'm yeah. glad I reached my goal because that mm-hmm. was my goal was to work at this specific salon. And I reached it, and I'm glad I did, and I'm glad I figured it out, but it just wasn't for me. And It's, but, it's wild to me that they made, like, you book your own clients there. Because, yeah. like, you could just do that on your own. Right. And work, and, and yeah. I ended up doing that. I ended up even working for the place I work now. I ended up working one day a week at a booth ramp place. I remember I that. I went there, rent. too. It was, yeah. like, in downtown LA, right? Yeah, it was in the arts yeah. district. It was really cool. Yeah. I made one friend at the fancy salon and she's the one that got me the job at in the arts district yeah but yeah it was way better made way more sense I was making way more money and like the thing about those salons are like they look really good from Instagram or whatever but they treat you like shit yeah and if you don't already have like celebrities on your clientele nobody takes you seriously Mm -hmm. and the hair that they do is actually not that good. Like, really boring shit. It's boring, and sometimes it's not good. Like, it's technically not good. Yeah. Because they're in such a hurry to get all these people in the door. And, like, it's just that the quality kind of lacks. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, people are paying $200 for a base color. Like, a normal-ass base color. (laughs) And sometimes the, the stylist doesn't even apply it. It's their assistant. Oh, my God. That's you know? crazy. So I'm like, this is just crazy. I don't know. It was just wasn't for me. Um, I did meet a lot of celebrities, though. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. cool. That's cool. But wait, do you think that you could, like, go back to doing more hair privately? I thought about this for you a lot because I feel like you – this is, like, going on a tangent for sure. <laughs> but I – like there's so many people that are able to just like find clients through social media mm-hmm. and their friends groups and like you're already like doing your friend's hair mm-hmm. your poor friend's hair <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i i could do it again it's just i i like cut off all my clients when yeah. COVID hit. So. Well, but your clients were the boring clients i feel like <laughs> if you like you could build a whole new clientele of people like based on like what you want based on I your could, friends I you know like you could you could start with like posting work. stuff of your friend's hair that you do I literally and then you gain posting and yeah yeah I don't know it, it's just a lot and it's hard on your body like I am happy to be sitting on my ass all yeah day, that's true drinking water taking my hour I lunch, thought you were gonna say drinking like, wine <laughs> drinking wine I work no I don't do that but drinking water like it's crazy how much you can't do in a salon when you're working. There's no such thing as a break or a lunch yeah. break or anything. Yeah. It's like money, 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 mm-hmm. money. It's so, like a service job. Like yeah. A serving. 
and my body just couldn't take it yeah like that's fair my back my leg like everything was just whatever but celebrities you saw a lot of celebrities let's talk about that well i did date a comedian when mm-hmm. I first moved here. You knew me when I dated him, right? I don't think so. Oh, but shit. I mean, like, I know about that it That was, now. like, six months into my L.A. journey. And, yeah, I think that, like, we met after. Yeah. Well, little, it was weird because, that. like, I had just moved from West Virginia. So yeah. I was clearly, like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. So I dated this comedian. I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> but he was pretty big at the time. He was big at the time. And he's... He's still doing his his thing. Was he, like, on TV and stuff at the time? Yeah, like, I saw him on New Girl, and he was on Conan a lot. Like, whatever. So, I dated him. We matched on Tinder. (laughs) Um, But I recognized him on Tinder. That's why I matched with him. But we dated for, like, maybe four months. Yeah. But he took me to all these, like, crazy parties. Like, one time he took me to this party, and he was like, hey... Um, do you want to come to this party with me after work? Like, it's just a low key, like we're going to eat pizza, play video games, like nothing crazy. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I just like went from work, didn't change, didn't like do anything, (laughs) just went from work. And I'm like in the elevator of this place and I'm like, this place is fancy. Yeah. It's like an apartment building. Yeah. And I get to the top and it's like a rooftop party. There's an edible bar. There's a real bar. And the first person I fucking see <laughs> is Larry David. <laughs> and I and you're think, like, I thought I'm, he I'm was fake. I thought he was fake. I was because he was posing for a picture when I saw him. And I was like, there's no way yeah. that's Larry David. And then he moved and I was like, oh, my God, that's Larry David. And I looked at the guy I was dating. I was like where are we what's going on he was like oh um this is sarah silverman's annual rooftop party that she has every year he just threw that on you comedians and like whoever she invites and i was like what and i started having a panic attack because like i started looking around and i'm like oh yeah that's kind of scary there's paul rudd oh shit there's like, I just saw these people I recognized, and I was like, oh, my God, I just moved here from West Virginia. Yeah. Like, I cannot insane. handle this right yeah. now. So, I, like, walked away, had a panic attack a little bit, and then I was like, all right, chill. They're just people. But did the guy you were dating at the time kind of, like, see that you were a little bit, like. I was like, why didn't you tell me this? And yeah. Because like, I didn't think you would come. Uh, I was like, yeah, I probably wouldn't have. Yeah. This is a lot, you know? But I yeah. met Sarah Silverman. She was so cute and nice. She said I was cute. And she Aww. gave me a hug. Um, but I met, like, a lot of celebrities that night. And then I went to this, like, Emmy party with him one time. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, just a, a girl from West Virginia being there for six yeah. months. Like, it was And crazy. you weren't even, like, trying to get into that No. I was just like... Oh, like, well, that's probably why he was comfortable with bringing you into it because you weren't like the type of person that would be like, I'm here to like, I'm just taking advantage of you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think he knew that, and I was more like nervous than anything else. But it's a good story now, yeah. Like, I'm, but why do you so why'd you stop dating? Um, I didn't really want anything serious at the time, mm-hmm. and he did so, okay. It was a really fun time. Yeah. That was, like, the craziest thing that's ever happened to me, probably. Yeah. 
I can't imagine that like so like fresh until to mm-hmm. LA like now I you were probably living in the Cape Town place at that point, yeah I was right? yeah yeah, yeah. Now so you were, like I living don't... in a closet. Yes, and like he, going he to Sarah Silverman. To, he came <laughs> over. He came over to Anna's house where I was living, and I was like, uh, "I'm living in the closet." And he was like, "That's okay." He was so sweet, though. Well, you yeah, know? like he probably started from a place that was not. Yeah, no, crazy he did. He either. did, and he, yeah, he was really sweet and like didn't judge me or anything. He also came over to mine and Kristen's house yeah. when she moved Well, that here. place was like a normal good apartment. But we shared a one bedroom. <laughs> so it was oh, still wait. kind of like weird. It was in uh, East Hollywood. Okay. I didn't Not go to Hollywood that one. one. Okay. Yeah. I never went to that one. Not I went Hollywood to the, one. the Hollywood one. Yeah. But yeah. we like made him tacos and like Aww. he sat on our futon. That's fun. In our makeshift living room. <laughs> and, like, but he was really cool about it, you know. So that was nice. But I just, I just like wasn't looking for anything yeah. serious because i had just moved there right right he was like hey there's a girl who like we're actually serious about each other and i was like okay go like by all means like go go for it you yeah know? yeah but then he took her to the mtv movie awards like right after that and i was like <laughs> fuck that could have been i should have stayed <laughs> no. but i couldn't i couldn't yeah that's fair yeah um have you seen any celebrities yeah i've seen here? like I, nothing that intimate, although now my partner works at a comedy place mm-hmm. and has probably met that ex of yours. Oh, he probably has. Yeah. <laughs> but in any case, like, I think the most surprising thing for me, and now I'm not in really a world or like, I don't go out to places where celebrities would be. Mm-hmm. But like when I first moved here, I was like going out to like Melrose mm-hmm. or like Hollywood or like Melrose those kind of places is where more... I met most of the celebrities. Yeah. Not even connected to the comedian. I met celebrities. Yeah. Melrose, Melrose. You see them there. Yeah. But yeah, Melrose, I saw uh, Tyler, the creator. And I think that, that, that was like when I first moved here, when I was living in the bachelor Mm-hmm. And that was exciting for me because I was, I had been like a fan for Hell a long yeah, time. Hell yeah, that's and exciting. It, he has a store there. I don't know if he still does, but at the time he did. Mm-hmm. Um, the golf store. And oh, yeah. uh, we were nearby the golf store and I like saw him and he, I don't know what he was doing, but he was like running and he literally like ran right past me. And it was like within like, I could like. like he almost bumped into yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so like inches away from me. And I was like. Oh, oh my yeah. god, that's Tyler. <laughs> but now I I feel like I'm like more numb to that oh, kind of stuff. Because like I've seen celebrities since then and yeah. like a close proximity. And you're just like, and it's okay. just like, okay, yeah, it's another That's that's what the weird thing is. Like when I was working on Melrose, I would see celebrities like ASAP Rocky came up to me and like asked me to take a picture of one of my tattoos that he liked. <laughs> and like Emma um Roberts drove oh, yeah. up to me Damn. asked me for directions like it was <gasps> that's why i was just like yeah. attracting these celebrities on melrose you yeah know? and now like at the time i was like oh my god but at, now if i see a celebrity i'm kind of just like oh they're so and so cool yeah they live in the same city as okay, me like like i met don't care recent, i think most recently i met um abby robinson oh my god from Broad City. Yeah. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Yeah, but like it was Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I felt like we were bothering her. <laughs> really? Yeah. We were just like kind of talking to her and I felt like she 
wanted to walk away. And I also wanted to walk away. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's okay. She was nice, though. She was very, very nice. She seems really nice. Yeah. She was, like, so, so nice. Um, How do you feel like making friends in L.A. has been? I think it was really, really hard at first. And honestly, a lot of my friends that I have now are through the girlfriends little collective that Mm -hmm. me and my friend Sarah at the time started. But like my first six months here were really lonely. I was honestly just like going on a lot of Tinder dates. Like Mm -hmm. on the weekends, like I would work and all my coworkers were like in their thirties and I was the only one that was like 25, Mm -hmm. like just like biting Mm -hmm. and (laughs) living with a 19 year old. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it was a really weird time. And yeah, I think I, I, I just, like, went on a lot of Tinder dates, and then I met, like, my former partner that I dated for five years. And when I met him, like, he started, like, taking me out places, and, like, I met a lot of friends through him. Mm-hmm. And then I met, like, my best friend at the time, Sarah, who ended up moving away. Yeah, that's the thing. And is like, everyone yeah, they move away. moves away. <laughs> but at that time, that's like, part. that was, like a fun time because it was like me him and sarah and we just like always go out together mm-hmm. and like i and met that's when i, I met yeah, you at that time too. too and so like i felt like i didn't have like a big friends group at the time but like i was cool with our little trio and like mm-hmm. doing that and now i have like more of a friends group yeah i feel yeah. like it's almost safer to make friends with people who are from here mm. because they're not gonna move anywhere yeah because i feel like so many of my friends I get attached and then they, they just leave. end up leaving because it's a big city. So you're going to have people coming and going. It's easier, to, though, I think, in general to make friends with transplants. just cause, It like, is because they also want friends. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like people that are from here. For yeah. Us. Yeah. Well, I made a lot of friends from here just from working at the oh, job I have okay. now. Yeah. But dating someone from here is definitely, and he he's not even from he's from Santa Monica. So yeah, it's like I mean not, that's L.A. It is, but it's it's not like where I live. So right, right, it, right. it's kind of a cool uh, situation because he's like, here's the cool beach places, here's yeah. the places to go for this. Like he knows all that stuff, so that's kind of cool and nice, and just just having like his mom there, like. My parents aren't here. Yeah, know? it's but having his mom here and and her partner is like just comforting, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It feels like there's a sense of family. Yeah, yeah. My partner, their sibling and dad, like lives close by, and yeah. they have a lot of really close friends, like from elementary school, mm-hmm. that are like in the area. And mm-hmm. I've met through that, and like I don't know, it's. It's interesting. It's, like, people that I feel like I wouldn't have met Mm -hmm. otherwise. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, it does feel, like, more stable now, I guess. Yeah, it's just the the thing of, like, this person could move away at any time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe our – I don't know if our partners feel that way, (laughs) but I know mine does – about, like, you're not just going to leave me, right? Like, you're not just going to up and leave me. <laughs> yeah, I think my partner might feel that a little bit because yeah. I talk about it sometimes. Yeah. But I don't know. But at the same time, like, wh- like, would you ever move away to, like, settle down and 
want to be like, would you move back to Indiana or would you move somewhere that's like less expensive or like, have you thought about future moves together, I I guess, even when your partner is from L.A.? Yeah, I mean, I think that if we ever want to have kids and like have a family, we we're gonna have to move financially. Mm-hmm. But um, right now, my partner's like, you know, like moving up in the company that they're working for, and mm-hmm. you know, I want them to like be able to thrive in that for a little yeah. while. So I'm not really thinking about moving, but I'm in a place where I'm like. I don't know what I'm doing with my life right now and I could move, but I also really just, yeah. So I guess like the answer is that at some point, yes, maybe mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be a move, but yeah. I don't need to just yet. Yeah. How about you? Um, I've thought about it a lot. Like my last relationship, he wasn't from here either. Mm-hmm. So we thought about, um, if we were to have kids and settle down and stuff, like where would we move? But there's honestly nowhere that sounds as good to me. I know. That's how I feel. I think I almost feel like if I were to move anywhere, it would be out of the country. Mm. Like it would be somewhere oh, yeah. completely different because <gasps> yeah. I don't, I can't think of any place in the United States that I would want to move to. Yeah, that has everything that you have here. Yeah, like I love a lot of cities across the country. I love, you know, Austin. I love New Orleans. I love all these places, but... To live there full time is yeah, like another thing. The weather here yeah. is like really That's the hugest me. thing for me. Yeah. Like I have seasonal depression and like I, I can't too. live somewhere that Gets snows. Yeah. I know the snow, like when I... I moved back home um, for 10 months. Yeah. And so you experienced it. So I experienced the snow again. And I was like, this is crazy. I don't want to be here. Like, this is not, I just feel like my quality of life is better, even if I am paying a shit ton of money in rent. Yeah. I'll pay the shit ton. I will. I mean, to go, I've been going to the beach every weekend. Yeah. And that's been like, I'm like, man, I I don't want to take California for granted. You have the mountains. You have we the have beach. Everything you have, here. Yeah. You can go to the snow if you mi- really miss winter time. And it's like the politics are nice. The politics are like more <laughs> on, in line yeah. with what I like, believe. Like abortion is legal. Weed is legal. Yeah. Like we're just with people that are like-minded. Mm-hmm. It is the easy way to live here. It's hard. Like, I don't want people to think that it's hard in the, in the sense of like money. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Money and just the differences are really different. Yeah. Like, you, you have, have to, to get used to them. Yeah. You have to like really be tough. Yeah. To move here. You have to have like tough skin. And you have to like want it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have to move here and think like, this is what I want. Like, yeah. I'm not going to go back. Because be a lot of my friends, yeah, I've had friends who have moved here and then moved back after a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. So, and it's different. Like, all these little things that are different kind of add up together and get overwhelming, kind of. Like, even just driving or dealing with earthquakes or, yeah. I don't know, like, not talking to people on the street. Yeah, Which, yeah. I feel like it's a big city, and that's a big part of it, it's too. It's like, Yeah, you can easily, like, dive into the nothingness of it. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you have to try hard to to make friends yeah. and c- make connections with people. You can't just like be your neighborhood self. Yeah, but I have made some of the best friends that I've ever had out here. Yeah, me I too. Do. Yeah, yeah. We're hugging. <laughs> Pod. We hug. <laughs> but yeah, so I I don't know. I'm like a big proponent for California. Yeah, I love it here. Honestly, I I like eventually I'll probably move. I just like can't decide where that you would. You don't be. have to decide right yeah. now. You know, it's really nice here. The weather's yeah. nice. It is expensive, but it's it's livable. It's like, livable. You just as do long it. As, you just yeah. get used to like most of your money going to rent. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it is what it is. I've done it for the past like eight years. Yeah, you know? we've, like I've we've just both used been to here it. almost eight years. Yeah. And, <laughs> now it's like our home. Like yeah. I, I can't really imagine living anywhere else. But, yeah. And I, I'm telling you, people in West Virginia fucking hate California. <laughs> they tell me all the time. I have never met so many people that hate California and they've never even been here before. Yeah, my friends aren't like that. My friends are like, oh, we want to move. My friends from, from Indiana are like, yeah, I want to move out, but it's too expensive. Yeah. They don't hate it. They're just more like... I could never afford that. And I'm like, you could, you just would be poor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you have to work hard. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, my, no people in West Virginia are like, it doesn't matter who I meet, like either my friends, acquaintances or random strangers are like, ew, why do you live in California? I'm like, bitch, why do you live in West Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to stay in the place that your yeah. parents chose. And like, like, don't make me feel bad for moving to like a beautiful i feel like a lot of that is jealousy i think it is too yeah it comes from everybody though it's crazy i'm like why i didn't know like so many people hated california california like that, like that <laughs> until i moved here but i'm like yeah, yeah if you're jealous i just say that Shit. no i think they're 100 percent jealous i know damn like why are you hating it's why are you hating that we here? don't have to do with no most of the people haven't even been out here yeah yeah like, and that's the problem you, you can't hating? hate on it yeah you can't why are you hating from outside of the club you can't even get in (laughs) (laughs) that was a good one thank you thank you thank you but yeah i feel like this is where we are for now and it's kind of cool to see this this life unfolding Mm -hmm. and we're in our 30s and we haven't quite figured it out but that's okay that's okay we're we're living we're doing it Sometimes I get really nervous, like, I'm not going to be able to afford this month, or, like, I'm not going to, but then I think to myself, like, it always works out. It always works out. Like, I'm always okay. Like, I've survived, now I've survived living on my own for over a year. Yeah. And I keep reminding myself, like, no, you've been here for over a year, and everything has been fine. Yeah, like, that's how it worry. was for me, too, like, when I was living alone. Even now that I'm not living alone, it's like, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. We, we got that gumption. Well, I want to leave us with a quote. All right. Um, the quote is, and I wholeheartedly feel, no, no disrespect. <laughs> Respectfully, I'd rather die in California than be alive in Arizona. And that's by the famous Lucille Booth. Not Lucille Ball. Lucille no, Booth. Lucille Booth. She's a character in Arrested Development, and she's right. I would rather die in California than be alive in Arizona. And maybe not necessarily Arizona, but 
anywhere else. Well, I hear Arizona. It's just hot. Well, it's hot, but it's also pretty conservative. So oh, we don't like it for that actually, reason. Actually, that's well. true. There's like a lot of redneck. Actually, yeah. I went to Arizona, and I noticed that there was a lot of rednecks, but they didn't have an accent. So yeah, it was, it was really we're not used to that. For me. We're not used to that. Yeah. I was like, wait, but why don't you sound like Country. a redneck? <laughs> like, why don't you sound like you're supposed to? But yeah, I, you know, I'd rather die in California than be alive in Arizona, baby. Yeah, and Arizona is like the collective all states kind of. But we love we love it. Yeah, I really I really like. Shouts out to our friends who are from Arizona. We're not hating. Oh yeah, we have friends that are from there. Yeah, we're not hating. The point is we love we love California. We love it here, and we're we're staying. We're gonna stay for we're staying indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. Who knows. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening. I hope that you liked this little, like, chatty version. Less less research-heavy. Oh, let's talk about our poll from last week. Or oh, from yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah, so we did do uh, menstruation, if you mm-hmm. guys remember. We asked you guys about... Uh, if you've ever had a norm, like, a regular period, never, ever, or sometimes... And I think sometimes was the winner. Yeah, yeah. I was going to look at the things, but I don't think I can look while we're recording. But yeah, so we had sometimes was like 50%. And then we had 25% never and 25% yes. Can I just say something? What? After that episode. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. After that episode, I started spotting, as they say. Yeah, and um, if you guys listen to the last episode... You hadn't had any. I hadn't had period any period situation. Yeah, but this new birth control that's literally injected into my arm has caused me. Which I knew this was coming. <laughs> I was expecting it. Yeah, but literally, it was like a day after we published the podcast, I Damn. started bleeding. That is wild and insane. Yeah. So manifestation is real, whether you want it or mm-hmm. not. Yeah, the moral of that story is, like, manifestation is real, so, like, manifest the positive shit. Yeah, be careful yeah. what you talk about. All right, friends. Thank Follow you us. so much. Follow us at Thank You, so, Thank much you pod. so Much Pod on all platforms. Please. Basically. <laughs> Please. Email us. You can DM us. Chat with us. We are talk here to, to talk. We're we podcast wanna, girly. Girly pops. We want to know your questions, your concerns, your thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Um, thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Next week we have a more uh, researched episode, which it's going to be very exciting because we're doing some like live we're research doing, tomorrow. Yeah, we're like we're like actually getting into it. Like, we tomorrow. it's going to be some live shit. Maybe we'll do some recordings. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But it's going to be a good uh, one. Yeah, stay tuned, guys. Okay, love you so much. Thank you so much, mom.